That might not have been the best uh, of audio, but it's going to serve its purpose because to the unlucky few that didn't have a chance to meet him, the voice you just heard was Tom. With this point of the year, once again here, to those that knew Tom, he is weighing stronger in our hearts more than ever. And as I sit down and record, it would feel wrong for me not to say this. No matter if this podcast breaks through or stays in one spot, there is only one person I'd give anything to be able to have sit once in front of this mic. I miss you, and I love you, bro. And this episode's for you. And since it's for you, there's only one way to do it, and it's big. Oh, shit, Bill. Um, the other night I had this really, really fucked up dream. Okay, well, what was the dream? Well, um, before before I start, just uh, don't judge me on this one. Uh, I know we're in front of a live mic and everything, but just... Let, just let me finish. Okay, it's just you, me, and six listeners. Yes, okay. So, okay. basically I'm at home, no one's there, so you know it's a dream because no one's at my house. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, somebody pounded at the door and I opened the door as this girl just freaked out like somebody's chasing her. I kind of uh, stepped to the side to let her in and she just bolts for the bathroom and she locks the door and I'm kind of thinking, what the hell? Then out of nowhere, two dudes out of nowhere and they're like, where is she? And I'm like, uh who and they're you know who the fuck we're talking about then out of nowhere i have a baseball bat in my hand and i club one of them like a baby seal oh my god it had blood everywhere it's told tarantino like shot and everything like that's a weird thing about my brain like i like dream and like you dream in specific direction film sequences <laughs> different <laughs> styles okay yes. you never want to see the freaking um guy from the room's dreams oh jeez but um mm-hmm. take him out the other guy bolts I go to the bathroom to check on the girl, but all of a sudden I'm hearing a commotion on the other side of the house. I'm thinking, okay, something just happened. Walked in there, the other guy, out on the ground, blood everywhere, and standing above him holding a bloody baseball bat with the most pissed off look on his face, the -the jack-in-the-box guy. You know, I don't know what's more fucked up, Josh. The fact that you're having a brief psychotic episode, or the fact that you just talked about you know that I'm bummed out that I will that you just talked about a uh, Jack in the Box commercial that I'll never see. That'd be an awesome commercial, though. Yeah, it would. But I'd like to interrupt this brief episode and ask you. See, even my dog would like it if you would just plug the show. Yeah, that might get my mind off things. So, yeah, if anything, um, if you want to hit us up, send your love, your hate, your apathy to. Facebook.com slash Nowhere California, or you can email us at Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com, or you can tw- hit us on Twitter at Nowhere underscore podcast, or if these dreams continue, you're going to see me lurking outside of a jack and box with a baseball bat, making sure that fucker doesn't find me. Be afraid, be very afraid, folks. I'm more of a Burger King person, anyways. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome. Robin here. And this is Josh. And this is Phil, and welcome to episode 25 of Nowhere California. Well, folks, it's Halloween, so looky, looky, looky!
you, you had a little bit more toned down last year. Oh, well, well, this is a whole new year. And it's our 25th episode, motherfuckers. Yes, yes, exactly. I've got a whole lot more energy now. Yeah. Yeah, before, I didn't like doing this. Now I enjoy it. Well, probably <laughs> last year when we were doing this, you're probably thinking, okay, when's Josh going to stop doing this fucking shit? That's what I figured. I mean, I always wondered. I'm like, dude, this is not going to take off. And one year later. One year later, I'm like, well, gee, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> so thanks a lot for proving me wrong. So Damn right, fucker. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm sorry that I had less than a lot of faith. <laughs> oh, you, you can't be serious. Water on the bridge, water on the bridge. All right. Anywho, everybody. I if you haven't noticed with the introduction, our friend Robin is back for this episode. I am back for this episode. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. I peed a little. <laughs> oh, me? I peed a lot. So there's... I haven't peed in three days. That's the funny smell, so please Dust. forgive me. Dust. Well, today, we will be discussing, since uh, it being the uh, <laughs> season of evil, yeah. um, we are going to be talking about our favorite and least favorite. Favorite, and then also, too, the most fucked up, kind of. The most fucked up of our evil villains. Movie the villains. people, for whatever reason, whether on purpose or by accident, just scared the batshit craziness out of us. Yeah, that's, that was kind of weird, too, because mm-hmm. when I was doing my research, I kept on coming across Sam Lecter. Mm-hmm. I don't consider him a villain. No, I don't consider him a villain either, but he is creepy as hell. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Creepy as hell, but uh, especially if you delve into his prequels, which suck, um, you find out that he's kind of a sympathetic character. Yeah, he's helping him. If he was purely evil, he would not help him. He'd be like, yeah, fuck you. Exactly. He'd be like, go back over to what's-his-face that threw his spooge on you. So we call him him evil, but... uh, They just need a hug. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't eat people, guys. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you yes. Like, they, like, no. I he just gonna, to hug him and just hug him a little too much. And some guy in his mouth, and he was like, might as well start chewing. I'm just going to say, yeah. they had it coming. And Robin had his over face like, you guys are defending Hannibal fucking like He's eating people. Well, we're fucked up. In the jar. In the jar. In the jar. Yeah. But we're, us before, right? Well, you know what? We're going to talk about our favorite psychos anyway. Yeah, but before we get into our favorites, let's... It's us, so let's go into... Let's start with the negative? Yeah, let's go into the ones we hate. All so right. That just kind of was like, yeah, that's a villain. Okay, so, uh, so what do you guys have? And I'll uh, see if I make sure that I don't have the same ones, because that's happened before. Well, one of my cho- first choices is Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Right, He's Shooter McGavin. Well, I the, really the, like him. The actor, I didn't like him at all. What is his actor? The, the name's uh, McDonald? I yeah. His name's McDonald? He is notorious for playing douches. Yeah, he does so, well. From the flubber to that, I mean, he's probably like the nicest guy in the world, but he, every, something about his smile, his perfect teeth, and those eyes, he just says douche. Yeah, and uh, he's, he, yes, it wasn't Adam Sandler. He says something about me that I'm like, that guy's awesome. I, oh, no, I, I think he is an awesome... Over, over, he's over, he's <laughs> Master. That's alright, that's alright. Uh, um, the thing is, it, 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 we don't have to agree. It's yeah. his least favorite, but I personally like the jackass. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, It was a weird one. Well, also, too, the fucking movie has the last name of Gilmore and it fucked up my high school life. <laughs> it's kind of like poor Doug Walker suffering from the fact that he hates the the, the series Doug. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So, it, it's not more towards McDonald as a character, it's just that fucking movie. Yeah, it was the movie. 
not no, but nobody else's fault. Yeah. So, ah, don't you like the movie? I mean, you like the movie, but not so much the. God, I saw the movie so many freaking times. Yeah. Because everybody's like, "Hey, Josh, you want to watch this?" Well, that right there—that was Sadler at his prime, and I'm so sorry you had to share the same last name. Yeah, and that's kind of a sad thing too. But that's a whole other. I remember when people were calling you Happy Gilmore. <laughs> hey, Happy! Shut the fuck up, <laughs> dickhead! You know you're not happy. Good <laughs> thing. Yeah. But let's go. No problem, no problem. I'm so sorry. Well, that's not my top choice. My top choice, I will get two moments. That's okay. We were just talking about your psychological scars. Yes. So, uh, I guess it's uh, we were going around the room. Is it yeah. your turn? Yeah. Uh, mine um, isn't uh, necessarily a villain, but because it's so much bullshit. And it is kind of a villain because I do believe that it's a character based on fucking fiction. Well, uh, Joan Crawford um, and the actress who plays her was. Oh, God. Don't yeah. remember her, but I don't remember it. Uh, Mommy Dearest. Uh, the movie is the greatest, mm-hmm. worst movie on the planet. <laughs> you you got to hold those just, up high, though. Those good, horrible movies. Well, my big problem with it, and I do really love the movie, because I'm a big John Waters fan, not that he had anything to do with it, but yeah. it just reminds me of, you know, some draggy and magical. Yeah. Um, because no, John Waters is draggy and magical. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Fine. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Because the, the daughter wrote it, after her mom would died, after she fucking left her out of the will because she was such a little twat to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, oh, okay, let me buy everything you fucking say, you I think that's bitch. our first twat of nowhere. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to call my story. Hey, it's but officially now, okay to say twat, so. Yes. Well, we biggest, did say cunt a couple of Yeah, the biggest of all twats is yeah. that fucking mm-hmm. bitch who wrote that fucking book. Because <laughs> that is just the lowest shit on the planet. I just have such a problem with her. If I ever met her, I'd probably punch her in the fucking face. <laughs> it's it's the biggest example of how there are two sides to every story. Yeah. And the, the way the way the scales swing on this one, you just can't believe, oh, come on, it could not have been that bad. Well, it's like the bed strapping scene. Oh, the way the kid wasn't flying out of bed, jumping around and... She was protecting hey, her kid. He could have hurt himself with sharks. For all they know, it was an exorcism. That yes. could have been why she didn't like the wire hangers. Because yeah. he just sit there and poke himself when yeah. he was untethered. Exactly. No, I don't want my sweet little baby getting hurt. No more wire hangers. Exactly. There's the real story. And yeah. then to illustrate my point, I will now beat you with it while throwing the soap at your head. Yes. The power of hangers compels you. The power of hangers compels you. Sorry. She was throwing the soap. She made her clean soap in the middle of the night. She was going to the bathroom in the car. Did she clean the bathroom? Did her mom tell her to clean the bathroom and she didn't clean the bathroom? Maybe she was supposed to clean it during the day and she was a little bitch and didn't How do you know? two weeks. That the little she was just like, clean the fucking bathroom, you little bitch. Yeah. And then she's finally like, okay, well now I'm just going to fucking lose it on you and throw soap at you. Yeah, like it was the last too. straw. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, wait, damn it. Fine, you little you little bitch. I mean, you're not you're not gonna listen to me, so I'm gonna throw you in the bathroom. But of course, through her eyes, it's like, oh yeah, my mother was totally unreasonable. And I'm not defending it because none of us were there. Yeah. But you gotta see the way. I mean, it's so all hearsay. It's, it's true. There is a lot of prejudice when it's written by the person that says this happened. Oh yeah. You know, it's kind of like uh, if you saw a biography written by Hitler. He'll probably see like, uh, oh here's one. Like you know how you have vampire, you know. Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Yeah. How do we know that, uh, you know, Hitler wasn't fighting a bunch of zombies? That dude, had to be Jews. <laughs> I, I know we, we had uh, liberties with the whole Jew thing in the Mel Brooks episode, but yeah. when you throw in Hitler, it kind of gets weird. No, yeah. it's not <laughs> weird. I'm just talking. It's just my brain goes to, and then zombies, I'm like, ah, it's not going to, it's going to end up in the dark place. <laughs> I, <laughs> anyway, dark place aside, it's like watching a biography that he wrote. Painting him as sunshine and rainbows. I just like to paint. <laughs> exactly. So oh, next. 
Yeah, but that's the way it goes. Oh yeah, you know. I'd probably see a, a, a mashup movie of Hitler and a circus. There you go. Him being the head clown. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> that has a bladder issue. There you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's I in freaking frequency feeds myself. Feed myself. Oh, do a hopper. I guess to my my silly little choice. Um, this is just, you know off the top of my head. I would have to say, uh, Doc, uh, for my worst, yeah. Doctor Freeze uh, from uh, Batman and Robin. Oh, I was going to totally do that one, but I'm so sorry. But seriously, what the fuck was Arnold thinking? He, he, no, no, not what Arnold was thinking. What the hell was the freaking producers and stuff going? Let's get Arnold to be. Oh, no, no, yeah. oh Now the character was very sympathetic. I mean, how can a cartoon of all things get the character right in a movie? get it so wrong. The whole thing is, mm-hmm. before Arnold was tagged as that, yeah. and before Uma Thurman was tagged for Poison Ivy, yeah. Julia Roberts was initially... Was going to be Poison Ivy. And Patrick Stewart was going to be Mr. Freeze. Which would have been awesome. That would have been awesome! That would have been perfect. He would have been quoting Shakespearean things as phrasing. Dude, he could have yeah. said the exact same lines as Arnold Schwarzenegger in that yes. movie, and it would have been perfect. It yeah. would have been legible. Yeah. That's yes, exactly. Right I would just love to see that. Stay cool. Exactly. That's cool. That's an odd You know, it's 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 fifty five percent cooler just because it came out of Patrick Stewart. That's why he works so perfectly on American. Especially, especially, I would love to hear him say "freeze in hell" and all that. Yes. But Arnold is, I love you to pieces, and as good as you are at coming up with one liners, this was not the role for you. He did not shine in this role. No. And and it's really funny that you guys are thinking the same thing. But (laughs) off the top of my head, I just gotta say, it's like, who the hell put? I mean. He was a good villain in Terminator. He didn't speak. Exactly. I mean, that's a problem. But now we've got Arnold. He knows a little more English. <laughs> a little. A little more. And I use the word little very lightly. Um, and we have... California fucker. Not, not <laughs> shutting up. Yeah. I'm in the California jowl. The California jowl. You know, I'm going to freeze it out. And I'm, then I'm going to eat your bird boy jowl. I mean... It's... Oh, he... No. 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 It should have been Patrick fucking Stewart. I think they... What? Did Patrick just want too much money? He probably saw the script and was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm but, not going to say these lines. It's well, if, if it had been switched, the Poison Ivy thing would be the thing we'd be bitching about right now. Because you... Julie Roberts? Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, oh God. Big name. So self-indulgent. Ugh. Oh, Uma Thurman was perfect as Poison Ivy. She she was. Yeah. Um, the you know, freak show so... Thing. You know, it's like, okay, we would have had, one way or another, we probably would have had a crappy villain. Yeah, no matter what. Because Julia Roberts, um, she's just, uh, she was still trying to shake off the America's Sweetheart um, image, and she still hasn't quite done that. But boy, oh boy, to hear her speak, I have never heard a more shallow person (laughs) in my life. That's a whole other episode. I know know it is, but it's really funny. I hated Eat, Pray, Snooze. Yeah. uh, Because, I mean, it was just basically a $35 million vacation for her oh, and it just well that's half of the movies that, that are out there it's like yeah Deep free love was that for her all the oceans movies were exactly. freaking vacations for i used to have this appetite for life it's like same thing with uh, what is it uh, sex in the city too all the actors were just basically paid to go on vacation and exactly. like this movie sucks yeah. and so you watch sex in the city too uh Dude, I'm in a relationship. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Certain things are a requirement. Yes, I know. So, um, I apologize. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, yeah, let's sat through it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But even she didn't like it. Yeah, okay. She thought that that one was, um, you know, it was just basically, it was it was, a waste, of, it was, a, it was a paycheck and it was a waste of people's time. But yeah. back to Arnie. Yeah. Arnie just, uh, he did not shine in that role. I think he probably could have. 
but I don't think the writing was right. I think the main blame for that whole thing would be Schumacher. There you go. Yeah. A lot of people like to, you know, cane Schumacher, but, you know, at least it stayed in the vein. And personally, I did like Schumacher more than The Dark Knight. Oh, hate no, 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 no. But that's going to be a whole other thing if we ever get, you know, M- uh, Mike and Nick here for Master Debaters. That's yeah. the only time I'm going to speak about the subject. So. Oh, yeah. But that's a whole other episode. Guys, get with it if you're listening. Mike, Nick. Give me a yes or no, guys. So, <laughs> so anywho, that's that, that, that's mine there. Um, do you have another? Do you have another one? Yeah, I have one more for the worst, and it's kind of a. If you, if you guys seen uh, three hundred? No, no, go ahead. Xerxes. Is that the guy with all the piercings? Yeah, the tall, hermaphrodite looking. Yeah, I think. Am I understand that neither one of us has seen it? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I've seen the end of it. Yeah. And the thing is, there he is. He's like massaging uh, Gerard Butler, yeah. and I'm like. You know, dude, were there were there really this many faggots in uh, this time? I'm sorry to be uh, <laughs> blunt about it. Yeah, I'm just so blunt. I'm like, yeah. dude, these a lot of these guys are. It wasn't. I wouldn't even go like, dude was. Yeah, this dude was just one of those inappropriate like touchers. Like, uh, yeah. I know we're going to kill each other, but it's a little Gerard Butler, you guys. It's just because. Okay, stay <laughs> correct. It is Gerard Butler. Just because he pulls one of the bad guys' piercings out. Look! It bleeds! This is Sparta. We've won, yeah. This is Sparta! This is bullshit! <laughs> well, I mean, 300 has got to be one of the most overblown things I have ever seen in my life. It was good for Sweet. what it was, mm. the artistic direction and everything like that, but that story, I will agree, was like, this could have been a short film on 15 minutes. I can't even agree with the artistic direction. What artistic direction? Look! Speed up, slow down, camera! Speed up, slow down, camera! Look! Really, really gritty things. I'm going to kick people into the portal of doom. Well, no, I love Gerard Butler, but what the hell? You know? not, the, not that part of the art, art direction. I'm talking about the fact that it was all green screen. There were no practical locations for that entire movie. Agree the green screen before you call me a fucker. I'm not going to call you a fucker. I just, you know, you're you're saying it was all green screen, which is really revolutionary. I would have loved to have had some on-scene shots. That is something that drives me crazy about 300. And what is it? By the same creator of 300? What is it? Legend? What is the name of that one with the Greek? Uh, oh, Immortals? Like, Immortals, yeah. That's like, it's not Legend. No, <laughs> Tom Cruise. No, sorry. Tim Curry awesome, sorry. by the way. No, I love Legend. Besides, <laughs> that had actually on-scene uh, yeah, that's amazing. I was like, what are you talking about? And unicorns are awesome. I'm sorry, I just got so pissed at what he just said. He was just talking about, uh, not to go off subject, I'm still talking about the worst villain here. I agree, that is the worst villain, but it's also... also before, before you go into your rant, I'm going to give you all your rant you want. Go ahead. The best send-up of the whole 300 idea and everything, that villain and everything, was the episode of South Park where it was a lesbian bar. Yes, unless we sither it. So yeah. Yeah. That was funny. And but back to your little... Back to my rant. I apo- Look, Josh, I apologize for, you know, uh, disagreeing with you. But, you know, you say, oh, yeah, it's great. It's all a green screen. And, you know, look, I'm not a prude. I love, I, love, I love CGI. But the thing is, we have really nice, pretty canvases out there catching real shots. But this is artificially created. It's kind of like, I don't know, looking at people in a sardine can. It didn't fit well with me, both in Immortals and in this. I'm like, dude, shoot some haunting scenes, because I can tell that they're on a fucking set. I'm not supposed to be able to tell that they're on a fucking set. They're on a fucking set. It's not the way it's supposed to be. So anyway. This is a really, 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 really 
saturated set. Yes, it is. It was like all colorful and shit, and we're like, whoa, I've never seen that before. It was fucking amazing. No, <laughs> you should be for the top of blood vessel. There. Thank yeah, you. Really? I gotta correct you on one thing. Right. Never fucking apologize to me. Alright, fine. <laughs> fine. I'm not fucking sorry. You're a fucking idiot for even watching that movie, okay? <laughs> there! You happy? <laughs> yes, I am. Alright, alright. So, that was a good one. Uh, I think it's worth mentioning that, um, that Kira Knightley should be the worst villain the, of all fucking time. The actress? Yes. Um, didn't she? I don't think she's played a villain, though. She just is. She just did. Oh, her, with, with and you're like, you know what? Fuck you. And yes. now, and she's killing all the movies. I think that makes her a villain right there. With, with her fucking like mouth that. breathing and mm-hmm. her fucking annoying face, and you just want to just hit her. Just, just hit her. I really can't argue with that. I can't argue either. I can't. Yeah. So, so like that. That's pretty insane. Kira Knightley herself. You've heard it, everybody. Kira Knightley herself a is a villain. Jane Austen died again. Just saw her in that fucking movie. She's rolling over in her grave as we speak. Hey, hey, she's gonna really show her range. She's gonna be dirty in this one with her mouth open, and then she's gonna be dirty in this one with her mouth open. Yeah, she's really gonna close her mouth too often. No tits, dirty mouth open. That is new. Why doesn't she just go the same way as Anne Hathaway? Show us your tits, you know? (laughs) Hey, I was a warrior queen. Let's put some blue paint on me, more dirt, and then I'm going to breathe with my mouth open. I think I just want to hit her. I just want to hit her. You know, one of the things that kind of makes me want to hit her is even when she's covered in mud, why is she so damn pretty? Dude, Phil, you just want to hit a woman? Yes, I do. Okay. And it's okay. (laughs) If you're a nightly. It's okay, yeah. I'm wearing a white beater under this. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And I will hit her with my class ring. That's how much I know. (laughs) She's a villain. And then she'll go, oh, 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 like a chicken. And <laughs> oh. Yeah, she does have kind of a chicken face going for her. No, what, what is that thing? She's, like, she always, she's always walking around, and, I don't know, like the air's always smelling bad or something like that. Like, look at my eye teeth. This is me acting. I'm method. <laughs> oh, look, she's deep. Do you see the gap? <laughs> yeah, deep gap. Yeah, very deep. Well, okay. Did Kira Do you have more on Kira Knightley? No, just she's a continent longer. All right. <laughs> That's her <laughs> All right. Kira Knightley is a bitch ass whore fuck. So no, no, no. Okay. Kira Knightley is a bitch ass whore cunt villain. Okay. With a stupid face. With a stupid face. It smells funny. Period. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't argue with that. So I guess I'm going to this uh, little segment. There's, uh, you guys probably will not know what the hell I'm talking about, but there is a villain <clears throat> that's in this show called Black Scorpion. It was a Dark Horse comic book, but it had two um, direct-to-video DVD releases. And and you know there's quality there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Already it's rimming with quality, and we'll not talk about the masterpiece and the fan service that's in this. It was basically a lot of TNA, but Black Scorpion, she's like, this city's like Batman. Yeah. The outlaw kind of stuff, and she, I don't know, shocks people with a ring or some shit. Oh, nice. But nonetheless, her backstory is her, uh, you know, father used to be a cop, cop, you know, was an asshole, got shot. I mean, seriously, her father was a dick. Yeah. But, you know, not to dwell into the story of Black Scorpion, yeah. they're in, in the sequel, Black Scorpion 2, there is a villain, and oh my god, a villain that reeks of no originality whatsoever. He is a combination, believe it or not, a combination of the Joker and Two-Face. The character is called the Gangster Prankster. Can you smell a lawsuit? 
Yeah. Oh God. It, it's it's really sad. Now the guy is nuts, of course. Of course you have yeah, to. Yeah, nice heart. Half of him now he, he's dressed in a full clown costume, but <laughs> half of his face is painted up in clown face, and the other half is him. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is a design that was I don't know taken from a five year old. It was like if Two-Face and Joker had sex, had a love child, and they peed on it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like they had a love child in Arkham. Yeah. This is probably what happened. And, and peed on it. Don't get yes. peed on it. Yes, mm-hmm. peed on it. Yeah. That, <laughs> Thank you. It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't think I could say much more about it other than it's a cheap-ass, should-have-been-aborted <laughs> uh, child, love child of Two-Face and Joker. District Attorney would have a field day. What the hell? The only thing worse than the gangster prankster was Harvey Two-Face in the Dark Knight. But, once again, I'm not going to get into that. Really? He shouldn't be able to speak. When Harvey talks, he should be He should sound the way Batman does. I'm sorry. I'm going at it again. I thought I could go a sentence without mentioning the Dark Knight. Did you see the trailer? Oh, God! It's the most overwhelming trailer on Earth! It's I saw You're opening Pandora's box with him, honestly. The movie's going to say it all. It's oh, a No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, we're going to see the epic conclusion. The other two movies weren't epic enough. Heath Ledger alone could not save it. Great. And I saw the trailer, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I saw the trailer for The Dark Knight Rises, right? And I'm like, really? That's it? This teaser's not even getting me wood. I don't understand. You're well, supposed just, to just... You know, people are arrested for that kind of thing. No, I know. Hey, it works for Pee Wee. I go to theaters for certain reasons. So anyway... You can right theaters if you're wanting wood. Anyway. Yeah. Now, you take the comparison of both the teaser trailer of Avengers and the theatrical trailer. Both trailers are awesome. Both the teaser trailer and the theatrical trailer of, um, <clears throat> of The Dark Knight Rises, um, they're the same. Only yeah. one of them has a couple of second more frames of Batman. But when I saw the movie, I was wondering, gee whiz, how come Batman's not in the trailer? Oh, simple. Batman's not in the motherfucking movie! So, thank you, Christopher Nolan, for taking the Batman out of the fucking Batman franchise. Halfway through talking about the gangster prankster, Josh, I realized something. The gangster prankster is not the worst villain in the world. You want to know who the worst villain in the world is, Josh? The worst villain in the world is Christopher Nolan. Because you know what? He succeeded in doing what the Joker, Two-Face, Penguin, Mr. Freeze, the Riddler, what none of them could have succeeded in doing. You want to know what he did? He succeeded in killing the motherfucking Dark Knight! Uh, Phil, were you going to let me answer it? Proceed. I don't know what he did. Please tell me. I hope you opened your ears, Josh. Just play rewind. Just rewind and listen to the previous statement. Christopher Nolan killed Batman. He killed Batman. He fucking killed Batman. He killed fucking Batman. Uh, deep breath. You're welcome on behalf of him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome again. I'm glad. I'm yeah. really glad that you uh, thought that the trailer and teaser was stupid as well. Yeah, I didn't even see the movie because I was like, I didn't wait for it. Yeah, that. yeah, it was underwhelming. But you know what? I wanted my bitching rights, and I, uh, <laughs> especially towards Josh, I wasn't going to be able to have my bitching rights unless I saw the movie. Yeah, that's true. Now I'm not. I'm still on subject here. Uh, it, it was still a horrible thing, but. Um, um, my, my, my period, uh, my, my things as shows, uh, worst film ever. No. So, what? <laughs> yeah, you kind of held that back if, if it wasn't the, your worst film ever. <laughs> I, I did, I did. And you know what? It just kind of came to me and, uh, well, uh, I'm sorry that it was so late. Um, but I had, uh, you know, I just had to say that, you know what? I feel a whole lot better now. Oh, I know. You better. <laughs> yeah. Especially after my meds. So. Yeah. Anyway. Um. In deep, 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 deep breathing so, in a paper bag. Yeah. A lot of deep breathing. So now that I've gotten off. You know the worst. Yeah. Um, how about we move on to the best? And I think you should start now. The best villains. The best. The, the, the best way we're going to look at this section is the yeah. best of the worst. Kind of like it's not our personal favorite, but they're just evil. Of course. The like the pure personification of evil. Yeah, it's like they either scared you or something like that. Yeah. Or just, like, just pissed you off enough where it's just like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Like for my choices, my idea for the ultimate villains is the type of people that are in a big place of power. Yeah. And they abuse the shit out of it. <coughs> right. They have a place where they can actually help people get somewhere in their life and fix things and stuff. The top choice for like evil villain for me, Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo. Oh Street. Jesus, yeah. She's there to help these people get better and everything. Like, given what she did, she's yeah, twisted. She's, she's a twisted bitch. Uh uh, that's uh, actually a little beautifully put. I mean, these these are people that actually could be real. Oh, yeah. we're, we're not talking comic book supervillain. Yeah. We're talking really, really just genuine bad. Oh, yeah. And they are portraying people that could really exist. And sadly, they do exist. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, that kind of shows the evilness. Though. I guess you're right. You're right. Evil personified. There you go. Um, um, I can respect that. Yeah, so that's you. mine. So uh, that, That's your big one. There. Yeah. Or um, the evil evil. Uh, Robin, you got one? You, you got? Uh, yeah, mine's a little more um, theatrical, I guess. Hey, that's uh, fine. Yeah, no, I, I just want Vincent Price and everything he was ever in. There you go. Oh, very true, he's very true on that one. Oh, he's amazing. It's just the, he's like creepy, but he's like happy about it. He's just, there's like, he just. No, yes. There's like that, it, you never mind. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He, he was the ideal villain, you know, he's just like, oh, yes, yes. He's yeah. kind of the Christopher Walken on that day. He was. He really was. I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, very, you know, very dark, but also, uh, I guess, a very, in, in real life, kind-hearted, loving uh, guy. And I really liked, uh, there was a roast. <clears throat> there was a roast that he did, and uh, just like all really great actors, they can just, you know, come off with something funny to say without really forcing it. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about, oh, God, uh, the actress, um, you know, escapes me right now, but it was that a roast of an actress. And he's uh, going like uh, uh, like people would hoot at her and stuff like that. You know, a lot of oh yeah, um, oh no no. Uh, he says that uh, I talked about critics would always you know knock her performances, but that's how a actress is always uh, measured by her knockers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's the way he. <laughs> he presented it, and the man is just, was just smooth. Oh, yeah. Whether playing a villain, uh, which he, he did do mostly, yeah. one hell of a voice talent. Uh, it's a shame that the Thief and the Gobbler was the last thing he did, but in his defense, <clears throat> it wasn't really the last thing he did. He recorded his dialogue all the way back in 1967, yeah. mm -hmm. and then it was released in 1993. But 
I say he still has really lasting star power no, to this day. People, you say Vincent Price, people always have him. I mean, even Mike, I mean, the fact that he's in a Michael Jackson music video, <laughs> you know, and, and not only is he in a Michael Jackson music video, he's in freaking Thriller. Yeah. His voice is in Thriller. And that just solidifies Thriller in the Hall of Awesomeness just because it has Vincent Price in it. Yeah. And it even ends with one of his signature laughs. And he, he, he just, you know, the, just that laugh is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was so totally evil, and I agree with you that yeah. he just, he just, he's perfect. Yeah. He just really, golfs it. Really perfect. He it, it, it wasn't. Great. It wasn't a you know, bone chilling. It was. He's just loving being yeah. the villain, and I just love that. So. Well, for my best of the worst, I think it would have to be a tie between both um, Alan Rickman, just Alan Rickman in general, all yeah. just like uh, her Vincent Price. Alan Rickman's villains are just very colorful and very fun to watch. A tie between Alan Rickman and Jeremy Irons. Oh, yes. The only reason I, I would sit through Dungeons & Dragons again <laughs> is to see um, Jeremy Irons' over-the-top performance. No, definitely. That little <laughs> thing. I mean, it's just... Um, it, I'd say it's a tie between those two. They are just... Um, Alan Rickman is more subtle. He's... Classically trained. Oh, yeah. He's a British actor. So is Jeremy Irons. Um, well, I, well, I don't know if Jeremy Irons is British, but I know Alan Rickman he can. British. He, he can. <laughs> I know Alan Rickman is British. You know, theater's in their blood. Yeah. And hamming things up is in their blood. And nobody did it better than him. He's only recently played like these wholesome, like fatherish, like characters and shaved his beard. Yeah. But he's still he was still badass and Sweeney Todd. No, exactly. Um, you know, and though. <laughs> literally clean shaven roll. Yeah. So right. it's not to use a pun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just did that. I'm sorry. But yeah. Um, I, we have a standard up. Uh, no puns. No puns. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he's over the top and fun to watch, and so is Jeremy Irons when he plays the villain. Uh, both in uh, like uh, the ones I could talk about with Jeremy Irons would be well his voice alone in The Lion King is Star. No. Yeah. Perfect. Totally badass. I mean. How can somebody's voice just demand so much presence? I mean, granted, the animation can only do so much, but really what <laughs> gave uh, Scar that extra edge was um, the way Jeremy Irons portrayed him. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, he's like, you know, with that, with that song and everything, be prepared. I mean, it's just, it's it's super. And uh, I also liked his brief role in uh, The Time Machine, uh, where he... Had the monologue explaining how well, no, you there's no way you can possibly save the woman that you love with the time machine because if you go back in time to save it uh, to save her, there's no reason for you to make the time machine. So the fact that you went back in there, she's doomed. She's doomed to pass away. But she, he, like I said, I don't know the monologue in this one. Yeah. But he says it in a very uh, delivers it in a very good way. That's Jeremy and, Irons. Yes, it's Jeremy Irons, and he is the best part of both. Um, <clears throat> Uh, was it a Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Time Machine? Yeah, they were movies that could probably be seen as shit films, but um, they're a little bit better just for having him in it. Very it's true, kind of odd. Yeah, but those are those are my type of the best of the worst. The remake of Lolita that they did. No, oh, oh, it was so good in that industry. Oh man! Oh. Well, folks, this episode ran a little long because well, Josh brought up Batman again, and I couldn't shut the fuck up. So, uh, to be continued till the next episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs>